is in the know for Monday, July 25, the 206th day of 2022. There are 159 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. The weather didn't cooperate with you this morning. No. You did not get to walk today. Walk, jog, run, no. Have you noticed that it has uh, impacted your mood at all? Absolutely. It has? Mm-hmm. Because uh, whether you're just um, um, taking a walk can lift your mood, especially when you go outdoors. A study found that people who average 150 minutes of moderate exercise, golf, tennis, aerobics, walking, Swimming or 200 minutes of walking every week reported higher energy levels, better emotional health, and a busier social life when researchers followed up within the next three years. So it has long-term effects. So uh, sorry about the rain today. Yeah, but, I would agree with that, though. But it, um, you know, maybe it, uh, maybe sometime today. The temperature is not going to be too bad today. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm curious to know if you're playing the lottery this week. No, but I did I did notice that, that it was it's you're, getting up there. You're not a normal lottery player, are you? Not really, no. I really don't ever play the lottery, but when it gets close to a billion dollars, well, it's still $200 million away from a billion dollars, but the jackpot soars to $790 million. I saw that it hadn't been won in months and months. Hmm. There was no ticket drawn, uh, sold, winning, no winning ticket sold for Friday night's $660 million drawing. So that means the next tomorrow will be $790 million, which is the third largest in Mega Millions history. Wow. Hey, you know, a million here, a million there. You finally get it. $100 million here, $100 million there. You finally get into some real money. It's a lot of money. I, I don't even know what. Because I know you, I mean, obviously you're not getting all of that. But, I mean, even if you got $100 million, what, like, what would you do? Like, that's, that's more oh. money than I you would, could even. I wouldn't do a singular thing. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I need to. Oh, I have a laundry list. You know, if I had like three, three billion, I could probably buy the Yankees. But it's hard to kind of wrap your brain around that much, though. Uh, by the way, here are the numbers not to play. I can't tell you which ones to play, but I can tell you which ones not to play. Do not play fourteen, forty, sixty, sixty-four, sixty-six, and the Mega Ball sixteen. That that will not win. Okay. Do you know why? Has that one won before? That was Friday night's numbers. Okay. The numbers that were drawn on Friday night okay. were 14, 40, 60, 64, 66, and the Mega Ball was 16. I guarantee you. I usually, if I do it, it's just just give me some random. You know, I'd, like I, I'd come close to telling you that I'd give you seven hundred ninety million dollars if the 14, 40, 60, 64, 66, and sixteen win. But I'm a little shy of the seven ninety. 
I might have to give you a portion of the seven ninety, and then owe Just you for some of the rest. Seven fifty, and, and give the rest. <laughs> There'll later. be some like you might have to have some boot somehow on that because uh, don't don't really have much cash lying around. Rain of uh, rounds of rain throughout the end of uh, throughout the end of the week, and this is going to be one of those cycle breakers. Thank heavens. Uh, we will see highs remain in the 80s for us locally and really regionally. There is a chance for some wind tomorrow, so just be prepared. There's a chance of stronger storms tomorrow. Damaging winds are mainly the threat uh, of the within the realm of possibility. Even more rounds of rain are expected through Friday before a cold front moves through. <laughs> so keep a close eye on the on the forecast. Cold front bringing us down. Saturday's high will be 82. I mean, that's going to, compared to what we just went through this last weekend, that's going to mm-hmm. feel very uh, comfortable. We'll see scattered showers throughout the day today. We've already seen a round of that this morning. You might have heard a couple a, of thunder boomers earlier. Oh, it, was a, it was a heck of a storm that ripped mm-hmm. through. Lots of lightning and everything. This morning? Uh-huh. Huh. About 4 a.m.? Oh, yeah. Some, that's when I was up. I heard some thunder. I didn't really realize that. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was it was a light light show outside, too. Huh. Rain late tonight. We'll see a low of 72. Rain and thunder tomorrow. An 8 and 10 chance of that and a high of 84. If you've been worried about the president all weekend, he's doing better. Uh, except for a sore throat. I think most of his symptoms have subsided, so he's significantly better. Except for that uh, pesquio sore throat. Maybe that's just the his, his team's way of hoping that he just doesn't talk. Just don't say anything. In our business, much worse than a sore throat. Just save your... Uh, just save your voice. Don't say much. You can you can only make things worse for us as a staff the more you say. So, just kind of uh, just kind of use this opportunity to rest and recuperate. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, is <laughs> she getting some instructions? When whatever you do when you go out there this week and talk about economic reports that come out, don't use the R word. You can call it anything you want to. Don't use the R word. We don't want you to say recession. Don't say it. Whatever you have to do, don't say it. So we'll just say uh, that it is a economy in transition. Um, she does point, though, that there's a strong labor market. It's an economy that's in recession, not guaranteed. Or it's a, it's not an economy that's in recession yet, according to her. She says the economy is in a period of transition in which growth is slowing. There are some major sectors where growth is slowing. Housing is one. We're going to see another big rate jump, uh, most likely on Wednesday. We're going to get some additional quarterly reports on uh, the economy coming out later this week, so we'll have a better idea for what is happening. Again, slowing the economy without jamming on the brakes is the is the trick, and not an easy task because there are you know lots of variants that go into that. But at least gasoline prices are subsiding somewhat. Now, does that turn people loose again? Do they just, you know, go back to doing what they were doing before? I, I don't know. That would make uh, that would make matters a little bit worse from an economic sluggishness standpoint. A suspicious vehicle has led to the capture of a man wanted on a drug charge. This happened last week, uh, Thursday night, about eleven. LPD officer DJ Newton was on patrol when he observed a Dodge Ram truck containing one occupant in a parking lot in the three hundred block of West White Oak Street. They found uh, 29-year-old Trenton Hunt of Morgantown, but who has ties to Grayson County, had a felony warrant for his arrest. Further investigation showed the warrant was for possession of a controlled substance. They called in uh, Grayson County Deputy Sean Fentress and canine officer Zeus. 
They searched the vehicle but did not locate narcotics. Hunt was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. In addition to Fatress and Seuss, uh, there were some other you know, uh, first responders there at the scene that uh, were helping out. A federal grand jury in Louisville recently returned an indictment charging a Shepherdsville man with using his former position as a probation officer to engage in unwanted contact with multiple women under his supervision. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, 55-year-old Ronald Tyler was charged with engaging in unwanted sexual contact with four individuals who were under his supervision. He is additionally accused of making false statements during an interview with KSP for the purpose of obstructing an investigation into allegations he had assaulted females under his supervision. He made first court appearance on the indictment on Friday, and so there will be more details in the future on that. Uh, getting a little going further away than Shepherdsville into Jefferson County, where Kentucky's largest school district will require universal masking on school property as Jefferson County moves into the highest level of COVID-19 community spread. The change begins today. And last until Jefferson County comes out of the red, it comes a little more than two weeks before classes resume in Jefferson County public schools. Their policy says everyone, regardless of vaccination status, will be required to wear a mask on district property or on school buses. District policy automatically requires universal masking when the county has a high level of COVID-19 community spread. When the community spread in Jefferson County drops, Masks in JCPS will become optional, according to them. They return to classes on August 10th. The reason that uh, I pay attention is just because oftentimes Jefferson County's COVID-19 experience is obviously different than ours and other counties, but sometimes we are we are a few weeks behind things that are happening in the larger, more metropolitan areas. And so th- those of us who are parents who have kids in public schools probably hoped that when we ended last school year and things se- seemed normal, that we were able to say, well, we'll never have to go back to worrying about any of that stuff now. But um, positivity levels, especially uh, among uh, young people, are at a – because they're the, the less likely to be vaccinated and they've been playing with one another all summer and, you know, going to parties and that type of thing. So we'll get our latest COVID metrics report later on this afternoon to see how we are, um, how we are faring in that regard. But just a couple of weeks away from the return of school. Grayson County, what, starts two weeks from today? The eighth, yeah, two weeks. That's kind of crazy. Two weeks from today is is crazy. A week from today is August first. Local students will be back into the uh, the classroom. Kentucky Treasurer Allison Ball announced Friday that she will run for state auditor next year. Ball is a Republican, an Eastern Kentucky native. She's finishing a second term as state treasurer. She said in a campaign release that she has delivered on her promise to serve as a watchdog of taxpayer dollars. Ball said as treasurer, her office returned $142 million in unclaimed property to Kentuckians, launched a new government transparency website, and established a savings and investment program for Kentuckians with disabilities. Of course, Mike Harmon is our current state auditor. He's term limited. He's running for governor. And so as he vacates that office, then Allison Ball will seek to slide over. I don't know if I like... um, I guess if I like our constitutional officers, I like the, I like uh, I don't like the idea. If I don't like our constitutional offices, I probably like the fact that we have term limits. But because we have uh, for our constitutional offices, we have those term limits. That means you f- you f- you force your 
you force your good um, constitutional officers, officers to seek either a different or higher office. To me, the treasurer and the auditor, that's a lateral move. State treasurer and state auditor, to me, are, I mean, they do mm-hmm. different things. But from a prominent standpoint, from mm-hmm. a hierarchy standpoint, they're the same. And she's been a good, she's been a good state treasurer. I would presume that she might want to stay where she is, where she not term limited. But so we're saying, no, sorry, you got to go. She says, well, that office is empty. I'll just move over there. And I have no reason to think that she won't be elected to that office. But it forces people into a guy like Mike Harmon. If he were not term limited, he would probably continue doing the good job in the auditor's office that I believe that he's done. But because he's limited, then we say, well, you got to find another office. And he goes, well, okay, let's try the governor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not going to win that office. And so we're losing a good state auditor because we say, sorry, you got to get out. Yeah, I mean, should, I'm, I'm wondering if he backs out and, like, jumps into the treasurer's race or something. Cause he, he yeah, looks, could they trade? He looks like a treasurer. Could they? He does. Well, he has the economic sense also of a treasurer, of someone who is fiscally responsible. I'm just going based on just responsible. He's got, I mean, he's probably got a pocket protector, right? Uh, Are you going to throw shade at accountants? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm just saying that Mike Harmon, he's got that kind of. I know a whole stable of accountants that will come with pitchforks for you. Oh, I bet. I bet. You go dogging on them. Listen, I've never met a bad accountant or a, a bad. An accountant that was a bad person. It does make me wonder if Allison Ball and Mike Harmon could just trade offices rather than trade offices, just trade doors. Mm-hmm. You know how they have the names on the doors of where they are? It's just swap the doors and say, mm-hmm. okay, here you rather than that seems to make more sense to me. Governor Bashir has announced a new online tool designed to provide Kentucky families a roadmap to financial independence. It shows families who receive public assistance a way to calculate how much it takes for them to afford necessities without state and federal assistance. The Family Resource Simulator is available to guide individuals and families in understanding how income changes can impact health care, child care, and other state and federal benefits. The free tool can be accessed at kystats.ky.gov slash frs. I started it. I might as well finish. kystats.ky.gov and then slash FRS. It was created by the Kentucky Center for Statistics. So a little tool to help you figure out all those things. You, I did enjoy seeing Old Stone Golf Club in Bowling Green on television on Friday. The U.S. Girls Junior Championship was on Saturday. The, the finals were on Saturday. And a um, Yana Wilson... Rallied to defeat Gianna Clemente three and two in what was a hot afternoon on the golf course. The 15 year old Wilson is from Henderson, Nevada. She earned a spot in the U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach next year. The 14 year old Clemente is from Estero, Florida. I, we haven't been to Old Stone since September of last year. And I knew they were planning a big expansion project when we were there. But I got to see in the background on TV their big new, the the expansion of their clubhouse. And it is, it is impressive. I'm is like, it? Wow. I see, I, yeah. I've never walked the course or anything. I've just driven past it a couple of times. Benefit to play it several years ago, but then we were. I know it's a tough course. We were, we were there uh, about, about 10 months ago or so. 
but it uh, it's a really nice. I mean, it's a really nice facility to have in Bowling Green, especially if it's bringing U.S. Junior you know uh, tournaments and that type of thing. Also, over the weekend, Big Poppy David Ortiz was a big hit in Cooperstown as he was inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Of course, I try not to hold a grudge against Big Poppy since he played for the Red Sox. I think he's a likable fella. Um, they he. You know, he's a bit of a showman, bit of a ham. So the only thing I wonder, Sam, is we got a whole generation of Major League Baseball, uh, hall, probably guys that their careers qualify to be in the hall at Cooperstown, but they have an asterisk by their name because of steroid use and they don't get in. Big Poppy, who did test positive for steroid use at at least one point in his career, he's in. So... Is that a contradiction? If Big Poppy gets in, should Bonds be in? Mm, Barry Bonds, I mean, he's, I don't know. It's Should Clemens be in? Probably. Should Schilling be in? Schilling, I think, he, he's kind of keeps sticking his foot in his mouth in other, in other realms that some voters aren't necessarily a fan of. But but shouldn't you put, uh, should likability be a factor I, in the hall? I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Um, I but, don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess in some instances, David Ortiz would probably fall into that. Would you have voted for him based on likability? You know? Well, I that's what you, I think. I think he biases. gets a pass uh-huh. because he's likable. He's like, ah, well, you you use steroids? Ah, it's all right. We like you. Come on in. You use steroids? No, we don't like you. You don't get in. Sorry. Uh, a sport that is uh, not foreign to steroid use and likability, Jonas Vingago is the winner of Le Tour de France. He uh, edged out Toddy Pogaccia and was victorious, won the yellow jersey. So that's uh, Toddy Pogaccia and Garrett Thomas on the podium in front of the Arc de Triomphe there. So uh, Yumbo Visma had a really good tour, and uh, you're just speaking Jonas Vingago. You're speaking just random. You words. don't recognize all these all no. these words I'm throwing at you. No. Okay. And I don't the, think I've watched a second of the Tour de France. Here's some words that you do know. Even though the siren at Dawsonville's pool hall did not sound yesterday, Chase Elliott was the winner. They did, though. They did afterwards. They did finally? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, they didn't immediately because it looked like Chase Elliott finished third at Pocono yesterday. But after Denny Hamlin and Kurt Busch were disqualified, Kyle Busch was disqualified. Yeah, Kurt Busch was out because he had a concussion and a wreck during practice right so those guys failed post-race inspection so they both got disqualified which ascended chase elliott to the winner's spot which they don't like to do is the first time they had done that since 1960 when they disqualified somebody for an oversized fuel tank chase elliott even though he didn't get to celebrate in victory lane was the winner on at uh, poconos yesterday so he gets uh, controversy controversy at the Tricky Triangle. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Today is Merry-Go-Round Day today. Have they improved Merry-Go-Round since the 70s? You know, when you could get trapped under them? And are they better now? Yes. Do you know? Okay. They're safe? I, I, I would assume you, so. Yeah. At the park, have you seen the plastic ones? Where they have like the seats and the ones that you can stand and then you can sit if you're oh, yeah. a small rider. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they didn't seem... I think you could still get trapped under it. But Oh, you're talking about the playground ride. When I hear merry-go-round, I think of a carousel. Oh, I did initially, but when he said trapped I'm under. Like, I, that's why I was thinking, tra- what are you, how are you getting trapped under a... Uh... Oh, no, that was part of it. At Caneyville, you had to get it going just as fast as you could go. Uh, well, no, I was thinking you were talking about a carousel. Of it. And I was confused as to why you were saying that a how you could get trapped underneath of a carousel. Have you seen The Jerk? The movie The Jerk, no. you could get trapped under the carousel. You saw Steve Martin. And mm-hmm. he, he almost perished a couple of times in that movie. He did worked. you almost hit the Caneyville merry-go-round then? I think we did have some kids actually get hurt. Not you. No, no he was no, probably no, no, no. the one making it go you so were the fast one making it... to sling the others uh-huh. off. By the way, this is actually, it's more carousel uh-huh. day today because... It says it's the anniversary of the mechanical carousel's first patent in 1871 by William Schneider of Davenport, Iowa. He didn't invent it, however, as carousel rides, or some part people might say carousal, I was dying to may it. go back <laughs> as far as 500 A.D. You might also like to call it a horse tornado. A horse tornado. A horse tornado. Merry-go-round and carousel. It looks like horses just going around real fast. Elena rode one just the other day. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. I've got some great pictures of one of you all in Fantasyland. Yes. Today is also Hot Fudge. It's Thread the Needle Day today, and it's Hot Fudge Sunday Day today. So I hate threading a needle. Yeah, they're kind of hard to do. It takes uh, precision and steady hand. I think a thread the needle. You could talk about that like in football or in basketball mm-hmm. for a pass fit through a window. Not everything sports, Sam. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. I'm most, not thinking most, of most things are, though. Uh-huh. Twelve, Or they can be turned into a sport. Exactly. Twelve so-called bad habits. If you ask most men and when you say thread the needle, that's what they're going to think of. That are actually good for you. Twelve so-called bad habits that are actually good for you. Number one, biting nails. Oh, no, no. Gnawing your nails, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. But biting your nails boosts your immune system. Yeah, I I don't do that. The theory is introducing new bacteria to your body could help your immune response recognize it in the future, kind of like vaccination. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Chewing gum Uh, sharpens memory. Oh, yeah, I've always heard that. A stick of gum might get you ticking off from the dentist, um, but uh, it could be worth it. Yeah, no, Mm. I've always, that's what they used to do in school when we'd do testing. They'd pass out mints or they'd pass out out gum as the, the peppermint. Not tidying up is a sign of intelligence. If you are constantly tripping over your kid's shoes or standing on Lego, your child might be a genius. Yes, but then again, but then again, they might not. Being messy is a sign of intelligence. Smarter people don't waste time tidying up or organizing things. The chaotic clutter also boosts creativity. Does your desk count? If your desk counts, then you're Einstein. Oh, yes, yeah. I am. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I had a teacher in, in school whose desk was, was even worse than both of ours, and it... Uh, I guess she, I'm she has a box she, of rocks. She, she had that outside. Every time I sit at my desk, I want to call for Princess Tiana. Yes. Every mm-hmm. time I walk back there to put something on it, I, mm, mm-hmm. I want to call her myself. Mm-hmm. She did. She did take care of you. Oh mm-hmm. yes. Uh huh. 
maybe if word gets back to her how bad it is, maybe she might show up in the middle of the night like like the tooth fairy, like a princess Tiana. Yes. <laughs> slouching is good for your joints. The next time someone makes you mad for your bad posture after a long day, tell them that after hard physical work, leaning forward for a bit can benefit your spine. The position helps stop back stiffness by allowing fluid to grease up spinal discs. Hmm. All right. Being late makes you happy. No, Turning up late not. to parties might infuriate oh, well, hosts, but it keeps guests easy going. Those with a relaxed approach to timekeeping are likely to have lower stress levels. They are also more likely to lead a healthier, happier lifestyle. I mean, almost every one of those drive me insane. Well, there's still more to come, aren't there? Yes. Sleeping in helps you live longer. Snoozing past the alarm might not be great for your work life, but it's brilliant for your health. Playing with your hair stops boredom. And it'll do that. Oh, have you met those people that twirl their hair constantly? You would have to have hair in order to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm out on that one. Uh, this says being in the shower cleans your feet. It might be revolting, but there is a hidden upside to it. It contains uric acid and ammonia, so having a leak as you lather can prevent fungal infection in your feet. I don't. This is not my list. I'm just passing it along. Fidgeting keeps you slim. Wriggling, wiggling, and tapping can all help you beat the bulge. I was at lunch somewhere on Thursday, and I was working during lunch. I was at a restaurant. And it was one of those where they have a long row of booth tables. And so I was sitting at one, working, having lunch, had some time to kill. And someone somewhere, I couldn't pinpoint, was fidgeting so bad that it was making the entire row of tables and booths shake. Mm -hmm. And it almost drove me crazy. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if I'd been there? I can't imagine you. You would have had to go sit outside or mm-hmm. go to the vehicle. Or and the thing is, I sometimes will tap or fidget. Or I'm not the worst I've ever seen, and I'm probably, but I'm not. Also, can't say that I never do oh, it. Oh, I definitely do. But when I was working the other day, I just thought. And and the problem, I mean, like one I, of the problem was I, I couldn't. A, I mean, I that's like something. I, I need something in my hands. Pinpoint where it was coming from, which maybe made it worse. Uh-huh. If I had been able, like I kept looking around, I go, "Is it that person?" They don't look like they're fidgeting, but it could be. And then, then that person would leave. And I think, well, it wasn't that person because it's still happening. And it might have been not figuring it out, which was driving me the craziest. Gossiping reduces stress. Well, I know some of you that ought to be the epitome of health. <laughs> they say no one likes a gossip, but who cares when it makes you happier? Nattering away with friends about others can help bonding and make you laugh, which releases feel-good hormones. Bonding that bridge, so to speak. Bonding that bridge, so to speak. This helps reduce stress and anxiety as long as you aren't being gossiped about. Well, yeah, sure, it has the opposite. And then swearing relieves pain. Keele University found participants in a study could withstand pain longer if they let it rip cursing. It boosted pain tolerance by a third. What what kind of words would they say? Oh, twizz pipe, 
Jack Wagon. Cottonhead and Any Muggins. These are two that were written here. I think you just just say something else instead. Mm-hmm. Of course, but it's the a curse word can be anything you make it. It just depends upon how you uh-huh. how you say it, you know. <laughs> cracker Jacks. You cracker jack. Sure. Uh-huh. It, it needs to be. have that heart like it needs to be kind of a like cracker. Mm-hmm. Jack, you know, it's got the the you got some hard syllables in there. I encountered someone over the weekend when I was walking, and I guess I'd never heard it as an expression. But anyway, we had stopped to to chat for just a second, and something was said. I don't know what. And she said, "Oh, crackers." Mm. And I, I was like, "Hmm, okay." Well, see, it's it's got a good. You got the hard syllable in there, mm-hmm. and if you get with Cracker Jacks, Colonel Sherman Potter on Mash taught me horse feathers. Horse feathers. That's what he mm-hmm. would say. I'm like that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Horse feathers. But Buddy the Elf taught me cottonhead and any muggins, which I like pretty well as well. Grandmama Toulouse has released her fall offerings for sweater weather. You know Grandmama Toulouse. Mm-hmm. Nestle Tollhouse announces the return of pumpkin spice cookie dough and M&M's Ghoul's Mix Sugar Cookie Dough. I prefer the ones on the right. So when you buy them yeah. from the store this fall for mm-hmm. us to make, get the ones on the right. Yes, I, I do. I'd, I'd agree. I'm not a pumpkin spice girl. Nestle Tollhouse pumpkin spice cookie dough features a mix of sweet pumpkin spice flavor and premier white morsels. Nestle Tollhouse Ghouls mixed sugar cookie dough consists of a sweet sugar cookie dough with colorful Ghouls mix M&Ms. Both come in the same size package, 14 ounces at $3.49. Okay, looks like 90 calories per serving. I wonder if it's per one cookie. Per one cookie, I can't see that far. Yeah, per Mm -hmm. one cookie, it says. Grandmama Toulouse. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot of people who won't get that, but I get it. Oh, anybody, you're, you're, any, any woman that's roughly your age, you could be five years older, could be five years younger, knows Grandmama Toulouse. A Marion County man, this is a Florida man, I always like to preface because most of the best stories come from Florida. Marion County, that's not too far away from here. A Marion County, Florida man was arrested Wednesday for operating a covert fish games cafe. 46-year-old Ralph McNish was charged with 16 counts of violating Marion County ordinance that bans the management, possession, or use of simulated gambling devices for commercial purposes, according to a um, release by the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Deputies received a complaint about a secret Internet cafe disguised as a clothing store in Citra, Florida. An undercover detective visited the establishment and told McNish he was interested in playing some tables. McNish brought the detective to the back of the business where 16 fish game stations were located. So this is historical fishing? Historical fishing. Uh-huh. $40 to play the games is what he used, and after he spent $40, the detective determined the games to be simulated gambling devices, promptly left, got a uh, got an arrest warrant, came back, raided the place, and... Send him to the hoose cow. But that, but historical horse racing is okay. So is historical fishing not, not? in Florida? It's not. Huh. Not in Florida. Uh-huh. No, they uh, you got to go to the dog track or high lie or something in Florida uh-huh. in order to it's just, just let it happen. And then in the other sunshine state, I guess this is the golden state. It's not often you can say that a person who was involved in a plane crash may have gotten lucky. 
but a plane in Huntington Beach, California, went down into the ocean water 1.30 on Friday afternoon and crashed right next to a lifeguard competition. <laughs> there were lifeguards who were competing. They were having, like, skills challenge at Huntington Beach, California. Like Baywatch all the and this, way? It, Baywatch all the way. There was Pamela Anderson and David Hasselhoff just minding Zach their own Efron? business. Competing in, the, competing in the skills challenge. And they see this guy, and they stop what they're doing, and they go and rescue the guy. So, there you go. I mean, it's bad fortune, good fortune. Call this guy even Steven. Something bad happens, something good happens. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Got your water cooler question and uh, your chance to win. Plus, today's Did You Know straight ahead here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC Litchfield Campus, the home of the eight-week advantage for uh, classes, less classes in any given time. And shorter time frames for those particular classes. It's close to home. It's convenient. It's affordable. Smaller class size. It's college for the real world. Look into their eight-week advantage opportunity. Classes forming right now that begin on August the 15th. So you got a few weeks now to get everything lined up for the next uh, eight-week advantage course. So got some great new opportunities that you wouldn't even imagine are available to you at ECTC Litchfield Campus, where they bring you today's Did You Know? A study found that people interrupt uh, close friends or family more than they interrupt strangers. A study found that people interrupt close friends or family more than they interrupt strangers. That's makes, today's did yeah, you know. Yeah, makes sense. I, I can see that. Just Is it because they have to forgive you or more likely to be forgiving or because you just have this natural... I think it's the natural thing. The f- like flow. Because I don't want to forget something, so I'll be like, oh, and then I'll interject or at least say, remind me, or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll do that quite yes. a bit. I... Well, I mean, and probably Sam gets to be uh, have front row to seat to like weird communicative patterns that we might have because we like, yeah, I can say something to you, which mm-hmm. goes back to a conversation that mm-hmm. paused yesterday afternoon. And then See, it seems completely out of context. That was what Misty had the she had the gift in a way of like she was like a third like it was yes. it really like she could get into all of your little <laughs> nuances a lot easier because she's known you all for bless her heart a day uh-huh. a day, a day <laughs> or two. Yeah. here's today's water cooler question if you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older you qualify to win you will text your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. of adults say they still have an emotional response to this sound. 20% of adults still say they have an emotional response to this sound. 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. of adults still have an emotional response to this sound. Is that a positive or a negative? Or is it really open to interpretation? Sam, did I stutter? You just said an emotional response. That's true, I did. I have an emotional response to this Are, are you in the 20%? <laughs> I, 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 I am, but in a completely, yeah. yeah. Different than the other. Mm-hmm. So you'd be, ni- you'd be the 1% of the 20%. I'd be the point, 0.1% of the 20%, probably. The weekend box office. Nope replaces Thor at number one. I want. I would be curious to know if a 
four-letter title of a movie has ever replaced another four-letter title of a movie as number one. Of course, it's just we're just calling it Thor. But Thor. It's, it's Thor. actually Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Nope is nope. Yeah. Nope did forty-four million dollars. Thor did twenty-two million dollars. Minions at seventeen. Crawdads at ten. Top Gun Maverick at ten. So Crawdads only did three hundred thousand dollars more than Maverick, hmm. which is a little bit of a. I, heard, I was reading somewhere that, that the Crawl Dads was a little disappointing, wasn't it? Really? The advert opposite of that. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, the book is From great. From the book reader. So, mm-hmm. so you can, I mean, you can, I, I will tell you, she doesn't look like I had her. The actress playing her, the lead, she doesn't look like I had her in my mind reading Delia Owen's work. Have you seen her enough no. to pay attention? Whether you, no. <laughs> this, uh. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if this just may sum up everything we need to know about the last three years. Rioting Kid Rock fans trashed the North Dakota State Fairgrounds. Angry Kid Rock fans trashed a North Dakota State Fair concert venue by chucking beer cans and storming the stage, leading to one man's arrest after the show was canceled because of bad weather. The wild riot broke out as a storm rolled through the fairgrounds on Friday night after the show by the all-summer-long rocker was put on hold for roughly two hours. It was finally canceled altogether around 11, sending some members of the uh, 18,000-strong crowd into a frenzy, throwing cans and other trash at concert workers, according to video footage. Well, they had two hours to get blasted like drunk right so that turned into just mayhem i'm sure yeah but it's you know i mean i'm not excusing it no 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 it's not i just i I don't know i'm I'm trying to be careful did you almost do that at the madonna concert uh no you know it's my style i just you know wait and send you a sternly worded tweet later you know uh uh i I don't it just what do you it's Friday night in North it's, Dakota. It's a Kid Rock show at the North Dakota State Fair. Two-hour rain delay mm-hmm. with nothing better to do. Was did I mention we were at a Kid Rock show? Was the My Pillow guy there too? <laughs> did I, I just <laughs> it strikes me as funny. Sorry. Oh, we do have a winner. Hmm. All right, I'll get to that in a moment. Here are 10 artists who turned down Weird Al Yankovic parodies, but probably wish they hadn't. I love Weird Al. He's hilarious. Uh, He's really stand it. Beck turned down Loser. I was going to say, I was presuming it'd be Loser. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird oh, Al. Wow. Weird Al proposed. Winner. Schmoozer. Oh, I'm a schmoozer, baby. I can even just hear it. Uh-huh. Beck now regrets denying him position, uh, him permission. Well, yeah, because you'd probably still be cashing some, cashing some checks. Uh-huh. Prince turned him down multiple times. He wanted to do Yellow Snow as a cover to Purple Rain. <laughs> And he wanted to do a Beverly Hillbillies-themed redo of Let's Go Crazy. I don't know quite what that would have looked like. 
Paul McCartney turned him down. He wanted to do a parody of Live and Let Die. He had written Chicken Pot Pie. You know, Paul McCartney famously wrote yesterday with the working title of Scrambled Eggs. That's just what it was his placeholder until he came up with it. So I would think he would have rewarded Weird Al for chicken pot pie. Uh Chicken pot pie. I I think it would be It'd have been catchy. He had an idea for Weezer's Buddy Holly that they passed on. So glad. James Blunt passed on You're Pitiful instead of You're Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been good. Daniel Powder, he had an idea for Had a Bad Bad Date. Bad Date. Had a Bad Date. Now, Coolio infamously, to maintain his street cred, after he agreed to Amish Paradise, Coolio said, I didn't tell you you could do that. So it was, Coolio said, yeah, pay me, you can Mm -hmm. use my song. But then to maintain his street cred, he said, hey, I didn't tell you you could do that. Amish Paradise is a good song. It is a a really good song. And they call me Hezekiah. I mean, that's my favorite line of the whole song. Got they did coming back for break. <laughs> they did finally make up though, and uh, Lady Gaga had a couple that she said, From "I want to hear face. it before it's done and gets gets released." Uh, perform this way instead okay. of born this way. The Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page. There were uh, so R-, R. Kelly borrowed in uh, was trapped in the closet by R. Kelly borrowed a sample from Black Dog. And Weird Al wanted to do wanted to parody the R. Kelly song, which meant he had to go to Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page to get the sample of Black Dog, and they said no, but it was going to be called Trapped in a Drive-Thru. So those were some of the more infamous, um, more infamous parodies that Weird Al had in mind that those people passed on that probably wish they had. All right, you ready? Well, where to go? 8542 new ice cream truck. Huh? That was my third guess. 8542 new ice cream truck. Where I grew up, we didn't have ice cream trucks. Well, it was called the Schwann's Man, and it didn't play a song. <laughs> but I think of, when I hear ice cream truck sound, I think of Eddie Murphy's stand-up routine, ice cream. That's immediately what I think of when I see, when I see, you ain't got no ice cream. You didn't get none. I'll let him immediately think of Eddie Murphy. Got to get to a break. We'll come back and finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. To ponder. I saw Caroline yesterday, by the way. Really? At church. Yeah, church. Sweet Caroline. They, they were, I thought they were this was from, an homage to David Ortiz. They were home from Cincinnati and uh, so saw Sweet Caroline yesterday. She is so cute. MB's Point to Ponder for today. Notice how if you want your kids to listen, all you have to do is start talking quietly with someone else. <laughs> you start or period. Ca- start carrying a conversation with someone like this, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, your kids will, they might continue playing with what they're doing, mm-hmm. but you notice they'll be much more quiet because they think something good that I might want to know <laughs> mm-hmm. is being said. This is how I learn things. So when you talk yes. like this, and then 30 minutes later, they'll come back and say, while ago, when you said something mm-hmm. about going to the aquatic center, mm-hmm. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you speaking from experience with a certain six year old? I'm certainly speaking from yes. experience that uh, <laughs> that's that's how it happens, and it's uh, 
I'm sure, she, I'm sure her ears picked up <laughs> right when you started getting quiet. Uh, well, she was in the window a minute ago during uh-huh. the break, so she may be snuggled up Well, next she's to listening. Her, I guess she'll come back to the radio somewhere. Yeah, she'll come back and go, hey, would uh, we mention the On television tonight, Better Call Saul on AMC, The Bachelorette on ABC, and on Discovery, Air Jaws, Top Guns. High-flying sharks are back. Dickie and Andy use the latest high-tech cameras to capture new iconic shots like those that made Air Jaws legendary. Listen, I think a breaching shark is cool, okay? But if you've seen one breaching shark, haven't you seen all of them? Mm-hmm. I mean, really? I mean, I kind of think so. I'm not... I'm, I'm not poo-pooing the idea of of Shark Week, but I'm just saying, you know, I just, I just kind of, you know. All right, MB's, no, let's go to today's highlight in history. This date in 1972, the notorious Tuskegee syphilis experiment came to light as the AP reported that for the previous four decades, the U.S. Public Health Service in conjunction with the Tuskegee Alibut, uh, Institute in Alabama, had been allowing patients to go with uh, syphilis without treatment. In 1866, Ulysses S. Grant was named General of the Army of the United States, the first officer to hold the rank. 1946, the United States detonated an atomic bomb near Bikini Atoll, which uh, they did that underwater, but it was the first underwater test of the device. Birthdays today. Scott Taylor is 33 today. Yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Scott. And Iman is 67. And did you know that Scott Taylor and Joey Tribbiani share a birthday? Matt LeBlanc is 55 today. Scott Taylor is 33 today. Gone but not forgotten. Estelle Getty was born in 1923. Walter Payton, some people call him Sweetness, 1954. Those are your gone but not forgotten. Really, not a lot of birthdays for January the 25th, if you think about it. Or July, too. I mean, sometimes we go through, uh, yeah, July 25th. I was only <laughs> off by a few months. I mean, you know. showing, I mean my, showing my age. Well, you're, I mean, are they? is it just because it's so light week because they knew... That you were coming later in the week, so it's a light birthday week, and then all goes... everybody's clearing the way, uh-huh. vacating the stage for me. Nineteen fifty-one. Patty Page was number one. And Mister and Mississippi. Mister and Mississippi. Crookaletta, crookaletta. What year was Mississippi that? 51. Doesn't mm-hmm. it sound like 51? I would have Sounds thought like it was something. like 52, 53. Mm. 1960. Brian Highland. It was an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore on the first time of day. Let's go to 19. Good morning. 69. Oliver, Your number one, with Good Morning Starshine. Hello! Little vibrato there on the uh, old vocal mm-hmm. cords. 
Hello. Let's go to 1978. My favorite part of the song is this. What's the matter with you, boy? They're still going. Glad to meet you. They're still going, too. Anna Nancy Wilson, better known as Heart, number one in 87, with Alone. Some great hair. They were the hairiest hair band to ever hair. Mm -hmm. Let's go to 1996. Ricochet. Why are you laughing over there? Sam, she was a good bass fisher. I, I read that. And a dynamite kisser. That's what I read. Country is a turnip green. Yeah? Is that how, was that the next lyric? I don't know that one. Country is a turnip green, I think. Kelly Clarkson, number one in 05, with Behind These Hazel Eyes. Don't you just meet Kelly Brienne? Kelly Brienne, excuse me. Kelly, yeah. Kelly That's Brienne. That's right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I just think of Brienne of Tark, Brianna of Tark from Game of Thrones when I hear the name Brienne. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.